Hey, amazing people. Welcome back to the Upside in Perspective. Uh, today, I have my friend Pankaj Lad joining me, who's a regular on the podcast. And Pankaj sent me an interesting text message today. And uh, I thought we'd record an episode about it because it was around burning out. And it was, a, it was an episode a friend of ours did on his podcast, The Change of Altitude. And I got to thinking, and, you know, maybe there are different perspectives when it comes to burnouts. You know, are they are there different types of burnouts? Do I burn out the same way Punkage burns out? And so I said, you know what? Let's get on. Let's record an episode and tell me, give me your perspective on a burnout. So the question I'd asked Punkage was, hey, have you ever burnt out before? Yeah. He- hello, everybody. And good to be back. And uh, uh, by the way, I, I, Sheetal, I do have to thank you on air for recording a guest episode for my podcast while I was traveling on vacation. So thank you for doing that. That was, uh, and apparently, uh, that's become a hit on my podcast. So that, um, but thank you for that. Um, yeah, so we're, we're listening to this podcast and, and it, it talks about, uh, so Greg Adams podcast about, uh, title change of altitude. He talks about burnout for entrepreneurs and I met, I listened to the episode and I messaged Sheetal this morning and I was like, man, I was like, I think, I think Greg just described me, <laughs> you know, or is it just my allergies? And, and it was just because this morning I just was not feeling, you know, up to par. I, I just was not, you know, but, but then he, he, Sheetal then bounced back and he's like, well, he's like, when have you experienced burnout? And so we, we started talking about it and then we decided, no, 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 stop. We're going to. We're going to talk about this as an episode. So here we are. Um, so yeah, so I'd say, um, you know, I, two, two significant moments in life that I can remember burnout being significant was one probably in grad school and, um, you know, while I was working on my master's degree and two, it was, my second job after master school, I'm working as an engineer and I'm just like, gosh, it just, I, I couldn't do it. Um, because it was, and the reason I'd say the reason for that was because we were working towards, it just felt like physics and the universe was against us. And we were just pounding and pounding and pushing this envelope that it just, it just felt like we're rolling a ball up the hill. And the moment we go to sleep, the ball just rolls right back. And then we wake up and we try to roll it back up. And it's just, I got tired of it. I just got tired of that. You know, I just felt like I wasn't making, I guess that's what it was. I felt like I wasn't making an impact, a dent. And and I think that that was part of the, part of my burnout in that sense. And, and that I just, I, I couldn't do it. I had to stop. So what were some of the signs that, you know, led you to the ultimate conclusion that you were burning out? You know, on, on the, on Greg's podcast, change of altitude, he lists the symptoms and I'm just listening to it. I'm going, Oh crap. He just described me, <laughs> but it's, you know, there's physical symptoms, there's mental symptoms. Um, I'd say probably the, you know, depression, you know, uh, or the beginning, early signs of depression, I think are all part of this. Um, but just no motivation, 
right? You just lose that motivation to wake up. You know, he talks about this on the podcast, this ability to want to spring out of bed and, 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 and like, you know, charge. I think when you start losing that, then, then this is kind of when, you know, burnout is starting to set in, you know, it, it's, it's like a tiny symptom that leads you, you know, towards that. But I think that is, that is one of those, one of those symptoms. Yeah, it's that, it's that lack of motivation. For me, typically burnout is at the end of a depression cycle, right? It leads to depression, you get depressed, and, you know, you wake up one day going, you know, what the hell are you, am I doing? Like, I have no will to do this anymore. And for me, my, my biggest burnout event was when the medical supply business we had went belly up, and it was just, I was the only employee burnt out and still had to work because it was my business. So it was, you know, I got to see the extended version of it. I got to see, you know, when you don't have a choice. But for me, I've I've come to realize that by the time you realize you've burnt out, you're so far down this line that it's it's hard to pull yourself out. So you know, it's it's trying to figure out, hey, what are those symptoms? What are the signs for early detection, I think. Early detection. And then, you know, if we go back to your, your uh, medical supply business, if you were to go back in time and ask yourself, was there a moment where you could have done some sort of intervention, but then what would that intervention would have looked like? Um, it's a very, very good question. Um, you know, going back on it, I think being more honest with myself, you know, and my capabilities, I, I was, I didn't reach out for help. I didn't ask for help. I felt like I had something to prove and I had to do it on my own. And that's like the big difference today versus tomorrow is if I ever get into that situation again, I, I'm, I'm pulling the alarm. I'm, I'm going, Hey, I need help. And I think that's another key to burnout is we typically burn out, or for me, typically, I burn out because I'm trying to do it on my own. I'm trying to do everything. And I've slowly over the years realized that, you know what, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, that's interesting, because I, I think that's what allowed me to climb out of my burnout in grad school was I had to start asking for help. Um, because it was just, it just felt monumental. And, and I think had I not done that, um, yeah, I, 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 it, it was, I mean, I, 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 I feel like exactly what you're talking about because I, I think you feel like you get into that rut and you feel like you're trapped, like you can't get out and, and you feel helpless. Um, but I, I think asking for help was, um, one of the, w- one thing that, you know, I, I, I had no choice. I had to reach out to some family to, to say, Hey, you know, how do I, uh, and, and, and l- fortunately I think I got the right advice at that moment to help me kind of realize, Oh, you know what? The situation I'm in is temporary. Uh, it's not forever, you know? Um, but, but yeah, I, I think asking for help, that's, it's not a common it's not easy. 
I don't think that's an easy thing to do. So this this morning you joked about burning out, but is there an aspect of work today where you feel like you're you're burning out? You know, and and this comes at the tail end of COVID and all the stress that we've been through. And you know, is, is there some is that joke grounded in a little bit of reality? No, there is. Yeah, no, I think there is a there is a, there is reality there. You know, um, you know, I'm coming. You know, it's funny. I, I'm I'm at this interesting juncture and in, uh, juncture right now. You know, uh, I've started my own podcasts, you know, similar to yours. Um, I enjoy it. I really do enjoy spend time, you know, talking to my audience at, at the same time, I'm running a business and, and that business is also at a junction where, you know, I, you know, we've got about 14 and a half years of, of initial life of this business. And now I'm looking at what the next 10 or 12 years going to look like. And I got to map that out. Uh, And so that's kind of weighing on me. Uh, What does that look like? And now, you know, that's going to start, you know, fighting for time, my attention. And, but yet my, my passion is wanting to, you know, work more on my podcast and talk to my audience. And so now I'm, you know, it's, you know, so it, so sometimes maybe burnout, you know, is, is a shift in passion maybe. Um, you know, I, I recognize this, this side over here is important. You know, this is my bread and butter. I, I got to pay attention to it, but it's, 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 um, you know, it's going to take a lot of work on this side. I know like I can mentally I've mapped this out. I know what that looks like. And maybe that's also what's weighing down on me is I know what that looks like over here. I don't know what this podcast thing looks like. So maybe that's also, you know, part of this. Um, so yeah, there, I think there is a lot of, a lot of truth to what I said this morning about that. Yeah. I think it's an interesting situation for, for people in small business. And, and this goes back to family too, right? your home and your business sometimes are two situations you can't get out of. You know, I, my family runs a hotel, regardless of how bad my burnout gets, that hotel is still going to be there and I'm still going to have to go to work. So over the years I've learned to, and this is where I think following the passion in the podcast helps, right? This is like therapy. You know, I, I, I do these episodes, I talk about these things, I get them off my mind, and that actually frees up CPU cycles to deal with some of the other challenges. And it's it's just nice to to talk about the problem sometimes and have an audience to talk to and ideas, you know, to bounce off of friends. And I think I think the podcast has made me more open to the idea of you know coming up to someone like you and going, hey, look, I really feel like I'm burning out you know, can we discuss my situation and, you know, maybe can I get your perspective? So, you know, I've always applied what I know and sometimes you have to apply something a little different and that means reaching out for other people and getting that different perspective so you can apply some of their learnings to see if they work better for you. Yeah, you know, I think there is there is something cool about using the podcast as an uh, a, just a, a different another vehicle another tool for for your day-to-day work 
and, and I'm, I'm starting to understand that balance. And also, like, I, I think therapy is, is really a good word because I think it does feel like therapy. Uh, I was actually talking to a, um, uh, a staff member today and he had come across my podcast and he's like, man, he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, I, I see that you found a place for all your rants. And, and I'll, and I, and, and I, I did actually use that word. I said, well, it's, it, you know, it feels like therapy actually. I'm able to, you know, get it off my chest. And, and we both kind of chuckled because, you know, we, we have a, we have a once a week call and we, you know, I'll, we'll, we'll rant back and forth with each other all the time. And, um, but anyway, it was just hilarious. So yeah, it's funny. I use that word today as well. Yeah, no, the podcast has definitely been, definitely been a gem, but you know, it's the answer isn't a podcast for everybody. The answer is maybe sometimes you need to do a little bit of something else to keep the passion alive on the other side. Um, but the other thing I want to highlight is both you and I just took extended vacations from our businesses because of the effort we've put into the business, because of the people we put into place, you know, we were really able to walk away for a week. And for me, every time I walk away, I come back with my batteries recharged. You know, I'm, I'm ready to go again. And I think that's, you know, something I've used in my life personally. You know, every quarter, every six months, I go and do a photography trip just to recharge my batteries. And that's, I think it's the same thing with businesses. Sometimes we're so involved in our businesses or our lives that we're just not taking that necessary break to turn it off and or to plug in and recharge basically like you found you know every once in a while you've got to do what you truly enjoy to recharge your batteries and and I, i'm glad you brought that up because i i think that is you know I, I i definitely am fortunate with with my team that i'm able to put myself in that position that i can do this you know where i can take a family trip and so I, I think for a lot of, um, you know, small business, family type, healthy relationships, this is important. You have to have the ability to put in the necessary people to not only run a s successful business, but that enables for a successful family life as well. Um, because I think there's the other aspect to burnout as well, which is family burnout right is is your 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 as the entrepreneur or or whoever the head of the household is that's running the business if you're at the business 24/7 all the time and you're not there with family you're experiencing a different type of burnout at home and i think that's that's also a uh something else to watch out for and, and i think you bring up a really cool point is Burning out in one place leads to a degradation of quality in the other, which is that work-life balance, right? If you're so passionate about life, it's detrimental to your work life. If you're so engrossed in your work, it's detrimental to your personal life. And you have to be able to find that balance. But for me, in my unique perspective, there's always been a third. And it's been myself. Like every six months... Every 12 months, I need some alone time. I need to get away. 
I need to reflect on on me without all the noise. And then once I do that and I'm back, I'm usually a lot nicer. You know, I'm not as grouchy and, you know, it's, it's, it's like journaling for the year, right? You set your year up and you're going to get your to do's done this year and stuff. And it's just like, Hey, you know what, where am I? I evaluate myself. I know where I'm going to go for the next six months. And then, you know, it's rinse and repeat. And that's something that's worked for me. So, you know, it's funny, you touched on another topic and, and this might be another interesting topic, you know, maybe for a future episode, but it's, it's, uh, and you and I've kind of talked about or touched on this before, which is the balance our, our families have at home and how that, you know, translates over to work. But then also do, do we have, do we have the, the ability for our, our home to have their outlet, their breaks, you know, um, because maybe we might have people at home that are in ruts, um, doing the same thing over and over again. So they're experiencing burnout in a different way. Um, and it, you know, it, it's all full circle, right? It all comes back and it starts affecting, you know, so you're right. There is that third person, which is yourself. So that, you know, that starts affecting you, you start affecting work, you know, and next thing you know, you're in this really vicious cycle and it's, it's just not good. Yeah. And, and you bring up a really cool point. So just so the audience is aware, both of us live in a joint family, you know, both of our parents live with us. So we have very similar households and that leads to a lot of great conversations with Pankaj. But that's the other aspect of this that I think we ignore is the impact someone that burning out has on you or if you're burning out the impact you have on others because i know at work we've we have you know you'll sometimes have this passionate employee that's burning out and it it impacts everybody else you know the overall happiness of the place starts to go down when this employee starts to struggle or if i'm struggling you know, the morale is low at work. And that's the same thing at the house. You know, if if I'm doing great and my wife is struggling with burnout, well, you know, the the whole dynamic suffers. So it's it's not a singular, it's not something that just affects you. It affects, you know, the people around you as well. You're not alone. <laughs> yep, you're not alone. You're not a special cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and when you, and when you when you as a cookie crumble it it makes a mess all over the place <laughs> i love that analogy i think that's so cool yeah. <laughs> yeah make sure you don't crumble but and there's there's uh there's a lot of that pressure too but you know again just wanted to share this with the audience today because i thought it was such a good topic to talk about because especially with covid and stress and, you know, the uncertainties out there these days, I think a lot of people are feeling, you know, th- these symptoms of burning out. And I think the quicker we recognize them, the quicker we take the break, the less chance of doing permanent damage. Because I think that's the other part of burning out is like with the medical supply. Because I will never own another medical supply company because I will have nightmares from day one if I do. And it's because it got so bad, right? If if I asked for help earlier or done something about it a little bit sooner, 
it wouldn't have gotten to that stage. You know, the, the COVID angle, yeah, you know, we, 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 that, that is a significant part of this. You know, I, I think all, all, all families, all small businesses, the amount of CPU power, mental power that has gone, you know, in that, in that realm, in that bucket, it's, it's truly immense. And it's starting, you know, that is definitely taking a toll on everyone. Yeah. You know, it's weighing down because I think this year, 2021, I think it's, I think it's weighing down on everyone and now it's becoming fairly certain. Um, this is not a short term event. You know, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to be seeing this is the new normal. This is the new normal. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, we will continue to see these little cycles, um, for, you know, the next foreseeable future. Um, I hope it's short, but you know, the evidence is proving otherwise, right? Um, we're seeing these cycles come in and in, in waves. And so I think the takeaway that I've had this year is plan for the waves. So when you're in the, the lull, take some time, enjoy with your family, take a break. Um, because that, you know, that next crisis or whatever crazy period, it's, it, you know, it's, it's around the corner, but, um, it's important to take that break and, and recognize that it's an opportunity to, to, to recharge. I like that, that word that you use, recharge yep. your batteries. And so here's, here's another cool takeaway is both of us, you know, there, there's lulls in the waves. And like you said, there's crisis that always come, but for those listeners that hung out all the way to the end, here's the best tip of this year, both you and I, now have a new tool in our toolboxes for when the waters are churned. And, you know, the one thing that got us through COVID was the weekly phone call, you know, between friends. It was, it was every week we got together and it was like a, it was like a therapy session, right? It was, these are my problems. You said, you know, you you said your problems, our friend told us his problems, and we kind of all talked about it together and got enough fuel for another seven days, and then we had another call. And I think there, there's a key tool here that you can employ. If you tell people what your problems are, it takes the pressure off your shoulders. It takes the weight off of you because you're not carrying it all by yourself. That is an amazing takeaway. So again, uh, Punkish, thank you for joining us on the spur of a moment. Uh, I usually just call you up and say, hey, are you ready to record an episode? So I'm, I'm glad you're a good sport. Uh, and it's always a pleasure having you on here. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, thank you for, for uh, the opportunity. Yeah, and remember my message. So tomorrow... You know, pick that one person, tell them they're amazing, make their day, make them smile, um, and it'll make you smile.